Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are back on the practice field on Thursday as they prepare for Sunday night football against the Las Vegas Raiders. We start with Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy and defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, you'll hear from Chiefs safety Tyron Matthew and special teams coordinator Dave Tobe. Here's Eric Bieniemy. All right. Uh, good afternoon. Hope everybody, hope everybody's families uh, remain safe throughout the pandemic. Uh, feels good coming off a victory. Thought our guys did a heck of a job of finding a way to fight to finish to get the win. Okay, that's one thing that we've uh, haven't had much success of doing. But I am proud of the way we found a way to be at our best when our best was needed. On top of that, Herbie, like to shout out to you. And all the veterans around the country here, happy Veterans Day. And with that said, I'm all ears. Each of the, each of the last two weeks, you've come out and scored on those opening drives with a couple of long drives. What, with that first 15 script that you guys put together, what's the, what's the goal in building an effective script? And, and what are you trying to accomplish here? Well, the, the, the goal is to score, okay? Just like we would love to do each and every week. But the thing that we want to do, obviously, is just diversify what we're doing giving the defense a few different looks. But other than that, we want to give our guys an opportunity to go out there and play fast. So, obviously, we've been uh, scripting the first 15. I, ha- I don't know it any other way uh, uh, since I've been in this coaching profession. So, I think it's something that gives our guys a unique opportunity to know what's expected. And also, it gives them the ability to basically visualize and see it. And now they have that ability to make it happen when called upon. You've had a couple of, you know, it's been more of a challenge to keep that kind of momentum going the last couple of weeks. How do you do that? I mean, how do you try and find a way to get Patrick into a rhythm and also, you know, connect that success to extend it and keep it going? We just need to keep playing. (laughs) I know that sounds just like coaching talk, but uh, we just need to continue to play. And then on top of that, we just need to continue to execute. For whatever reason, we're having a breakdown here and there, and it's not just one particular position. You know, it can be a penalty. It can be a, a, a lack of route depth. It can be a poor decision uh, made uh, by the quarterback as far as reads are concerned. It could be a bad read by the running back. So we're all in this together. And so when it's all said and done with, like I tell our guys each and every week, let's line up and play against the opponent, okay? Because the Chiefs right now are kicking the Chiefs' ass, all right? And so <laughs> let's go out and play against the opponent, give ourselves an opportunity, and then let's see what happens. No, I have not seen any lack of confidence. And one thing that we know is these are the highs and lows that you go through throughout the season. 
And so one thing we always want our guys to do is to remain confident, to remain strong, and always understand that regardless of what took place, the only thing that matters is how you play the next play. And that's our, that's our motto. That's what we want to do. Because sometimes you're going to go out there and be at your best, and sometimes that guy is going to get the better half of you. And so if we're playing hard for 60 consecutive minutes, and we're being accountable, the rest will take care of itself. But for whatever reason, we're sputtering alone. You know, and we're just not being accountable by doing the right thing at all times. Eric, related to that, do you, do you see any signs that Patrick, not losing confidence, but that, he, that he's pressing in certain ways? Do you, do you see that in, in some of his games? Well, I, I think that goes around the, the whole entire offense. You know, when you feel that you're not executing, everybody wants to try and do something a little bit extra to try and make something happen. Well, that's not how it works, you know. Our, our, guys is, our job is to make sure these guys are lining up and playing and being at their best. Yes, I do want them straining to finish, but I don't need them trying to be Superman. I don't need them trying to be any hero. Just go out and be who you are. Do your job and execute with great attention to details. And if each and every individual can do that, guess what? We're giving ourselves a chance to have a chance. Just related to that, just related to that Sue, how do you feel like the Offensive line and Patrick know each other by now in terms of just blocking for passes. You know what? I, I, I think they have a great relationship. And I think that the chemistry is there. And like I said, <laughs> I know we've kind of set this up because we're so used to the success that we've had. But right now, you know, everything is in place that needs to be in place. We got to make sure that we're coaching better. And on top of that, our guys got to make sure that they're playing better. And so we're all a part of this. And we're all going to take our fair share. But one thing I do know is that our guys are always going to give us the best chance to win. You think it's fair to say they're still learning each other, though, about the offensive line and Patrick, where, where Patrick's going to be, how we can play off of them? I think that's always the case, especially when you put together a new line. But the thing is, that's, that's not an issue, okay? The issue is making sure all 11 are on the same page every single play. Eric, I wanted to ask you about that uh, play from the second quarter the other day when Pat took the shot down the field to Hardman and uh, he had Kelsey open underneath. Mm -hmm. With where you are right now offensively, what, what do you feel about his decision right there on that particular play? Well, and I'm sure Pat has probably addressed it. Obviously, you would love to, to, to make a better decision, but he decided to take the shot. You know, we're going to back him up. Okay. Uh, obviously, Kels was open right over the middle. Um, the back was open in the flat. Now, here's the, the thing that, that's, that's <laughs> something that, you, that never gets discussed is, well, hell, he probably couldn't see Trav because of what was taking place in front of him. So the best thing, he thought, hey, let's take a shot. And you know what? We're going to back him because we got guys that can make things happen. All right? And if it doesn't happen, we'll line up and play the next play. But when it's all said and done with, we want our guys to have pure belief in everything and anything that we're doing collectively as a team. So we're not going to sit there and second guess any decision. The thing that we want to do is make sure if, for whatever happens, we don't connect, no problem. Line up the next play and play. Be at your best. Script that you and Andy work on is well documented. The first fifteen or, or whatever. You guys ran seven times the opening drive. Offense looked really good, and I think four times the, the rest of the half. Um, lately, it just seemed like the offense has been better when it's been a little bit more balanced. Just how do you make sure that you're, you're balanced throughout the game after the script? 
Well, we just need to make sure we're, we're keeping it balanced, just like you said. <laughs> you know, the running back coach in me always wants to run the ball, but sometimes it's a little easier to move that ball when you catch it uh, uh, passes, you know, 10, 15, 20 yards down the field. But that's just about being patient. Being patient, you know, picking your, your, your times when you want to take shots and just making sure that we're doing what is right for our players. But one thing that we all know, too, is very well, is regardless of whether it's a run or a pass play, all of our plays are designed to score. So we're expecting that execution. And so, like I said, right now we're learning how to fight again. We're learning how to crawl again, which sometimes you have to learn to crawl before you walk, okay? And that's just the journey in which this season has taken us. But the thing that I'm not going to say is that it hasn't been good for us. It has been good for us because if we take care of business and we handle this the right way, okay, this is going to be something that we'll look back upon and say, yes, because of those struggles that we've had and because of the adversity that we've been faced with, we learned how to persevere and come through it and be better. And that's, that's the goal right now, to be better. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think we've ran it pretty, pretty good. I think we've ran it pretty, pretty efficiently. Now we may not have 30 to 40 carries per game, but I think our guys are doing a great job of making things happen when called upon. Yes. Would we like 150 to 200 yard rushes? Yes. Okay. Ideally, everybody wants that, but we know at this particular day and age, our guys are, are doing whatever they can to make it happen. And let's rewind a little bit. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Darrell had about 70 yards rushing on about 19 carries. I thought DG came in and ran the ball pretty efficiently and effectively. Uh, the thing that I'm ex excited about is both those guys played their asses off. But when it was all said and done with, it was the defining moment. Okay, Four-minute situation. We needed to make a play. Pat Mahomes finds Tyreek. Okay. I can say we designed that. You guys know as well. It was a broken play. They find a way to make it happen. That was very exciting. That was a, a, a key moment, okay, in this season, in my opinion, because that right there just shows you the, the type of chemistry those two have. And when they're on the same page, guess what? Great things can happen. Speaking of running the football, you got Edward Jolera back on the practice field yesterday. Two-part question here. How did he look you know, on the field after all this missed time? And what do you think you've been missing with him out of the lineup? Well, first of all, I thought he looked pretty good. Now, he's doing everything what he has to do in order to, to get back and do what he can to help us. Um, you know, one thing with Clyde, I mean, you're missing a dynamic football player who's a jack of all trades. He, he, he does a great job when running the ball. Does a great job out of the backfield. He does a great job in, uh, in, in pass protection. So, you know, I think each and every one of those guys brings something different to the table. But that's what we're missing with Clyde. But, you know, just like we talk about any, and other, <laughs> any other position on this team, Greg is doing a heck of a job of preparing my man uh, D. Will, okay, DG, Derek Gore, and on top of that, Jared McKinnon. And so all of those guys are prepared to beat a man if called upon to do so. And they've all have done collectively a great job in filling in for Clyde.
all see the, the famous Super Bowl video with Patrick coming to the sideline saying he wants, you know, we have time for Wasp and you saying he wants to run Wasp. What is that, I mean, in the flow of the game, what's the dynamic with you and Patrick as far as, you know, calling a game, you know, and building that rhythm and flow and execution and still, you know, knowing that, you know, Patrick's, in, you know, in, in, intuition is always to push it deep. Mm -hmm. How do you kind of balance that as far as the play calling well, you balance it just by reminding them the situations. Hey, you know what? We're in the red zone here. Let's make sure we end up with, end up with points. Or, hey, you know what? It's a two-minute situation. Let's make sure that we're making the right decisions, putting the ball in the right area. Hey, if not, if you think it's a completion, let's throw it out of bounds. On top of that, let's say, uh, hell, regardless, you know, we just want to make sure. We're always talking. There's a constant, continual communication. And because we spend so much time talking back and forth, you know, Pat may have an idea, myself, uh, Coach Reed, Mike, uh, all those guys, and there's a lot of chatter on the headset. But we'll always ask him, okay, well, what do you feel? You know, he, his idea may get overruled. Hey, this is what I see, okay? And so there's a level of communication, a level of respect. Hey, if he likes something, he's very passionate about it, let's roll with it because I know that he'll find a way to make it happen for us. And so the dynamics of that is, is, is very unique. And the beauty of it is it's, it's always about communicating. There is no right or wrong. You know, at the end of the day, we want to do what is best for our team. All right, thank you. Y'all take care. All right, how's everybody doing? Got a nice sunny day, right? Um, I'm just going to open it up. I'm ready to go. We come off a good win. We're really fired up to play the Raiders because we it's a good division game for us to play. So we're getting ready for that. We're knee-deep into the Raiders, but I'll open up to any questions you got. Milton Ingram's performance, obviously. How much flexibility do you think going forward you'll have with him? Uh, yeah. The opportunity to move Chris Jones back. Yeah, I mean, it allows us to do some things that we weren't able to do initially. Um, was really happy that the very first play, I think he went in there. I think we were in dime a third down. He kind of just was just that close to knocking the ball out. But he's a pro. Uh, I told you this. I think I said this last week, uh, last week. Real smart, intelligent football player. Picks up things really quick. Get him as many reps as we can between now and, and game day. Just keep piling them up. He's still going to be still. We're still going to have some flexibility with Chris. I don't think we're going to lose that, um, but it does allow us. I mean, even in the game, he was inside more than he was outside. But we're not going to restrict him to one spot. To be honest with you, he's going to move around. What did you think about him on Sunday? I mean, Chris. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's a. We know that when he's in there, he can do some dominant things. Um, like any player you know when you've been in one spot for whatever it's been now uh, and then you kind of go back there's a little rust to knock off uh, but I think he's comfortable in there because he's done it for many years but we got a little bit of rust to knock off and hopefully as he gets some more reps in there inside and outside he'll get better at both you know how did you feel about the linebacker rotation when Hitch back in the mix? Yeah, you, you guys know how much I value Hitch and his reliability. And when he goes out there, he makes the other 10 better, in my opinion, every time he's out there. And yet we have some young linebackers that are running around doing a good job. So we'll keep the mix going. A lot of it will be uh, determined by what they put in uh, and then the down and distance and situation. So. But we'll keep that rotation going. Uh, okay. I, think you, I think you were 0 for 9 on the first uh, nine third downs holding the Packers. On Sunday, um, especially with Ingram coming in there on that third down package, I mean, 
Does that add kind of a new dimension to you on that? that we didn't, um, it didn't add any different calls, if I'm being honest, um, but we just kind of got him oiled up to execute the ones that we have had. We haven't always been able to run our whole third down package, and a lot of that is dictated by how, how long that third down is. You know, there was a string here uh, where we were in a lot of third down and I'm going to say one to five, you know. I think uh, last week we got into some longer ones. I mean, I, I, mean I'm, I remember some third and eights and third and twelves, and, you know, those are a little bit more manageable for us than for them. So if we can keep getting more of those, I think we could do some more things, and I think what Melvin does uh, will feed into those particular calls. Steve, what do you like about Ben Neiman as a pass rusher? You had him in there on a lot of those zero blitzes. Yeah, well, he's in there as a you know dime Mike linebacker. Right. So if we call something, he's kind. Of, I, I will tell you. I'm glad you brought that up. He has a unique um, feel for some of those. Actually, weren't necessarily for him to actually come unless he got something, uh, and he did. And so he's just really good at that. Um, Can you elaborate on that? What you mean by that? Uh, I don't want to go too far into what I mean by that because I know we're getting ready to play somebody. But um, listen, sometimes he's coming, sometimes he's not. When he does come, whenever that call is, I think he does a really good job. He's, he's, a, he's a more powerful player than you think. Like when I talked to Barry Rubin and, and asked him about where he is, he's like one of the stronger guys from the waist down. Like he has some natural strength. I think he showed that against the running back in one snap uh, in the game. And he does everything exactly the way you need him to do it, which helps the other guys around him. I don't know if that helps you. Yeah. Adam, but, How about yeah. Dave, do you have some sense, I know it's all relative and week to week and only as good as your next game, but do you have some sense of a, a little corner being turned with just how the guys are playing together and, and what, you know, have to maybe the more whole, whole group together? Yeah. What, now, there's a little bit of that. I'm always cautious with it because it can change like that. Um, but I do think this game, especially defensively, I'm talking about football and especially in the NFL, confidence is huge. And guys playing together snap after snap. And when you go through an injured guy's out here and you've got to plug another one, and there's, it, 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 it gets tough. It, you can't, it's hard to get that continuity. And, you know, it feels like we're getting a little bit of it, but it, what we've done prior doesn't mean anything when we line up on Sunday night. But... Keep our fingers crossed that we can keep operating that like that. I think we'll be okay. How about your own confidence, though? I mean, that, that must be a... Well, when you're, able to, when you're able to get, you know, a lot of it is coming back to first and second down. You know, if we can get them in those third downs and we're able to get guys out there and, you know, operate and doing some of the things that I think our guys enjoy doing, you know, and I enjoy calling. And if you can put some pressure on the guy that's got the ball back there, that's a good thing. So... We'll hope we can stay. I think first and second down is going to be really big in this game, too, because Derek Carr does a really good job of getting their offense in the best play possible based on what you're showing them. That's the challenge. Uh, we've talked a lot about that, and hopefully we can. We have not done well against him. We know the prior two games. So, you know, we're certainly aware of it and uh, putting all our efforts into making sure that changes. How much confidence can be gained by uh, the defense and what they were able to do? Can you say it again? How much confidence can be gained by the performance against uh, Devontae Adams in particular with Snead and, and Ward? Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought C-Dub and, and Legereus did a great job on the outside, especially with him. And they had some other receivers in, I, in there that I thought were pretty good too. Um, I, I believe, you know, if I'm them as players, I would that would build confidence in me. Um, and I'm hoping. I think the rest of the guys feed off of that. When you're, when you can be really good on the outside, you know that just makes you so much better inside.
sorry. Anything you can point to why those guys played as well as they did on the outside? I, I don't know. I think the mindset was right. I mean, uh, we were determined. I mean, there was a lot of talk about um, this young quarterback being very fortunate in playing the Chiefs defense. There was a lot of talk about that. I think our guys took that personal, so maybe that helped a little bit. But I think what they did, the mindset that the whole group went out in, I thought was really good. How much does the pass rush, how much does the pass rush help that, those two guys? Oh, it all works together, right? Yeah. I mean, I, certainly uh, ask any corner in this league. How important a pass rush is, I bet he'd tell you it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty important. You can only cover them for so long, right? right. I and mean, these guys are going to get open eventually, so that, that was huge. Where are we going? Let's do Adam Maiden Tug. Uh, okay. You guys have been involved in a lot of close games. There have been a lot of close games league-wide. A lot of them have involved big comebacks by one team or the other. Yeah. So my question for you is, and you probably always felt this way because you're a defensive coach, but you, you feel like no lead is ever saved more, more than you felt that in past years, maybe? I've, I've always felt that way, Adam. And I, I, there's always somewhere in the week when I talk about that with the defense. I mean, it takes four – when you're up by two possessions, it really takes four offensive plays or, you know, put, a, put an onside kick in there, right? And bang, like it can be tied again. And we've seen it um, – we've got tape of games in prior years where that happened. So, I mean, I'm, the, I'm of the type – even when you're up by three possessions, it's like – Unless it gets under a minute, <laughs> you know, maybe, yeah, okay, the odds say that you're pretty. But I, we were always playing. To me, for us, the scoreboard never matters, in my opinion. Um, that's, and that's, I think that's how you should be on defense. So you don't necessarily feel like that more this year than any other year? I don't think so. I'm always getting ready for the next possession, and um, that's been typical this year, right? Steve, on film, it looks like you guys are doing a little bit more stunts, a little more games. Probably because, um, I don't know if that's because, obviously, you're healthy, but just in talking about discussing that, just what makes those guys so effective right now and running those type of stunts, and it seems to work really well. Are you more in the pa are you in the pass world when you say that? In the um, yeah, listen, I give, there are some calls in there where I give them the, the yeah, of whether they want to rush it straight or, uh, and sometimes they have a certain, you know, there's a certain guy they want to work on or they get a tip, and so they've done a pretty good job of that recently. I hope that can continue. Yeah, with this you mentioned group. the Raiders earlier. Just uh, what are your thoughts about how they're playing now? They've obviously gone through a lot of change in the last month. Yeah. Um, do they look different now than they looked early? Um, you know, we've been trying to do that dance. Like, you know, Greg Olson, who I have a lot of respect for, is now calling it versus what John was doing. Um, I think there, there, there may be some uh, small changes there, but I, I still think it comes back to the quarterback and what he likes. And obviously, they've been playing well this whole year. And he's been playing really, really, really well. So I don't think they would venture too far off from what he's been doing because they've had some, so much success. Jordan loves first game effort. You know, you guys did a lot of those zero blitzes. And maybe yeah. he's not ready for all that stuff. Derek Carr is a veteran. Is that someone who maybe you, some of those things may not work as well against? Nah, we'll see. I mean, uh, we're going to try to do what we do. Um, but he's going to do what he does, which is he's got the – it's almost like he's got the chalk last, right, because he can make the changes. So we'll try to find a way to be a step ahead. Okay, Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. 
You just heard from Chiefs Offensive Coordinator Eric Bieniemy and Defensive Coordinator Steve Spagnolo. Now we'll hear from Safety Tyron Matthew as well as Special Teams Coordinator Dave Tobe. Tyron, what's the confidence level right now that you guys have going in the defensive practice field, meeting rooms, all those things with the way you all played last couple weeks? Uh, it's, I mean, obviously, it's getting stronger. Uh, I think anytime you could put together, you know, two solid games, you know, back to back, that consistency starts to add up. Um, but yeah, man, we just continue to push forward, just trying to get better at, at, at uh, you know, playing together, uh, communicating everything. Been a couple games now since the shift to playing Juan a bit more. What do you think that he's brought to the table these past few games? Say that again. I'm sorry. Juan Thornhill. It's been a couple games since he's kind of taken that leader lead role. Yeah. yeah. Um, what have you seen from him? Nah, he's coming along, man. You know, uh, it's year three for him. It's a big year for him. Uh, you know, uh, he's been communicating more, uh, lining guys up. Um, so uh, from here, man, it's all about just making plays. So uh, I'm sure he'll make a couple for us. You know, down the stretch. Tyron, one of your uh, former teammates, friend of yours, Odell Beckham Jr., looking for a new team. How much are you campaigning for him to join you guys? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm necessarily campaigning, but uh, anytime you can add, you know, talent to the team, um, I mean, that, that 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 always benefits and helps, you know, the whole team. Um, uh, obviously, just from a personal perspective, just just want to just want him in the best situation possible going forward, and you know, hoping that you know whatever whatever uh, ends up for him, it could bring out the best in him, you know. Have you had any contact with him at all in the last, you know, texting or talking or anything? I mean, we talk uh, pretty much all the time, uh, back and forth. Uh, rarely is it, is it, you know, ever really about football. Um, but, uh, no, nah, we, we haven't really spoke on that. About that particular thing. He's got this reputation from people on the outside, maybe not the greatest teammate, I guess, right? That's what right. maybe things fell apart in Cleveland. What are your thoughts about him as a teammate, a friend, and all that? How, how would he fit in a place like this. Yeah, well, but first of all, I think you know he, he's a he's an elite wide receiver. So I think all those guys want the want the football. Um, but outside of that, uh, he's always been a stand up guy. He's always been a, a great teammate. Um, you know, I can remember you know instances back at LSU where you know he he did a lot of the team bonding things. You know, having guys over. Um, you know, working out with guys, staying late with guys after practice. So uh, you know, uh, I think most of the people that know him and play with him, uh, I think we all see him as a pretty solid you know teammate. Okay. All right, fire away. Cody, last week you had mentioned how pleased you were with how special teams performed. After this game, what was your reaction to after the game? I was really happy. Yeah, I mean, they, they did a great job. They played extremely hard. Uh, we made plays when the plays were, were there. Um, Tommy punted great. Um, the coverage was really good. The Gunners played great. They played pitch and catch out there. It was um, it was it was impressive. I liked the way they performed. Is that the last quote of the complete special teams that you've seen since you've been here? It was very yeah. I'd say it was one of our better ones. Um, you know, we had some good ones in Chicago too. I, you know, with Devin Hester, but uh, in the return game part of it. But this was this was more uh, punt coverage, kickoff coverage. Uh, we didn't get a lot of opportunities in a return game, so. I was really pleased. On the uh, punt, could you see it? The, were you, um, you see it live? That hit the I didn't see. I mean, I, it looked close for me from you know from where we were standing on the sideline. But the players on the field, they yeah, saw yeah. it. Yeah. You know, you could tell the way they reacted that right. they saw yeah. it. You know, especially Willie Gay. Yeah, he was, he was, like, he was yeah. demonstrative about it. Yeah. And uh, you know, when, when you when the players see it, you got a that's an automatic challenge. You know, if they don't, if they if the referees don't see it, and they didn't see it right. clearly, so that's why they. Let the play go on and call it a uh, touchback. Before you guys challenged and they overruled that, why was the ball at the twenty? Why, why you guys recovered? 
you guys okay because it was because it was a touchback because if you carry you know you, if you gain possession of the ball all right that's and you give it to the official that's where they're going to mark it wherever you can but with the fact that he caught it and just ran it into the end zone um they, they call it a touchback you know inside the 20 like anything that outside the 20 they would have called it back you know there you know so you like you can't pick one up at the 35 and then run it in the end zone and get a touchback to gain that yardage they're going to put it at the 20 in that spot but you know so you guys, they, I know you, it's choices every week. You mentioned that Harrison can kick it in the end zone every yep. single time. It looked like you were challenging them basically every single time this last year. It was right at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you study those things, how much is the risk reward on that when when you're trying to pick what you want him to do? Well, if um, if you have kickoff coverage guys like we have, we have good personnel, and we have a kicker that can really hang the ball. I think the advantage is in our favor that we could use it as a weapon, and that's what we do. We kick it high and uh, right at the goal line to where they have to feel it. If they let it drop and it hits at the one and goes into the field of play, now they're scrambling to go get it. So you, you keep it close, and, and the returners, it puts them in a bind where they have to feel it. And the hang time, uh, you know, coordinated with the coverage, um, make, it weighs it in our balance. How you feel about your guys covering it and how much – how scary they may be blocking it. I mean, I guess it's a combo of both, but um, right now, are you confident in your group that you'd maybe kick it like that a lot more than you maybe would have earlier? Right now, we're doing it a lot more. Um, depends on who you play. I mean, if you you got a team or what situation it is, too. I mean, if you, uh, you know, if you can't gain anything from it or, and, and all you need is a the start at the 25, you kick a touchback and you take the ball to the 25 and play defense. But if you're trying to gain field position, trying to get him inside the 20, trying to create something for our defense, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to do that every time. He said after the game that he's done some things differently this year when it came to his mental approach. Have you guided him on that? What can you kind of um, that? Not really. Uh, I know he, he works with somebody, you know, and I think it's really helping him. You know, I, I, I notice he's, uh, he, he transferred over what we've been seeing in practice to that game. I mean, that was really impressive to see. I've, we've seen these bombs, punts in practice a lot, you know, and, and then it was a matter of him, you know, putting it all together in a game. He did it in a preseason game this year. We had an outstanding preseason game, but then, you know, first couple of games, he just wasn't getting a lot of opportunity. We had six punts and all six of them were good. I mean, that was impressive. It was probably one of the better uh, punting performers I've ever seen, you know, in a punter. So, um, when you when you guys have a game like that and you win by one score, just just what what's the feeling, the mood like, and how do you talk to your guys afterwards? I mean, they, I mean it was we did our job. I mean that's I mean really what it comes down to. We, we're trying to do that every time. Um, you know, it doesn't always work out, but this time it, it all came together. Uh, from your perspective, what makes them so good at that particular job? Um, because those guys, if, if we get eight guys in a box, meaning they're going to rush us, try to hold us up inside, um, those guys are singled up. We feel if they're singled up, they can win every time. And, you know, you can't say that about every gunner. Though our gunners can win the single. It forces teams to try to double them. And if they double them, now we've got six guys in the box, and then our inside guys do a better job. So, um you know, the combination of Tommy's, Tommy hitting the ball deep, hanging it, and then our gunners singled up out there. They were there waiting on the ball. You can see how anxious the returners get. You know, they're, where's the ball? You know, and they, they feel the guy coming on them, and 
that's why the ball was put on the ground a couple times. That's a good question. I mean, they have to, they have to be strong. They have to be fast, um, and they have to have the desire, obviously. And uh, it's a it's a tough duty out there because when you get doubled, sometimes it's it's brutal. You got two NFL players that are just trying to kick your butt, and it's hard <clears throat> a lot of times. So you got to try to turn it into a single. You got to hit on the edge and. Speed is probably the most important thing at the gunner because once you get by him, you have to keep him behind you, and then understanding the leverage that you you know that you take on the returner, it changes week to week. How about Alex's block field goal? I mean, what, uh, just, how did that develop? It's been um, we if you watch it, if you go back and look, he's been close, he's been close, he's been close, and then it was the combination of him coming through clean and then the ball coming out a little bit low. I think the operation they had a brand new snapper. Um, that week, they did, they put him in there. It was his first game as an NFL player. The rotation on the ball was a little bit different, and a couple times, both both of the kicks, the first one and the second one, you know, and, and to their, you know, obviously to um, his credit, it, the ball was the, the laces were facing him, so it was, you know, it made it a little tougher for him to kick it. But uh, the technique that uh, Okafor uh, made or had was was really good, getting in there, penetration, getting the hand up, timing uh, was. It was good. It was real, real timely. Couple more. Maybe not. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks. See you later.